0: Susie. Hello. Once again. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Welcome. And I'm sharing. Welcome back. Mm-hmm.
1: Not you, everybody else. Everybody else. You're always here. Yeah.
0: Since I live here. Yeah. All right. So everybody should be sharing, because sharing is caring. And that's how we get it out there, to other people being able to um, <clears throat> question right. search a matter out right mm-hmm. that's what it's all about that is what it's all about is seeking the truth and, and that, the truth making you free
1: and that's what this platform is really all about yes because you started to question we started to question And this is where we are.
0: Yeah, and this is where we are. This
1: is where we are today.
0: Yeah. For for me also, it was like there was a couple of things. Um, I realized at one point, (coughs) excuse me, that Peter stepped out of the boat onto that word, come. Right. It was the word that he stepped on, the living word, come. And he stepped out of the boat. Yeah. And I realized I could stay safe in the boat, just, uh, you know, following everybody else. And what they say, not seeking a matter out for myself, not following Yeshua. But I thought, yeah, but you know what? It was him that came to me in the beginning, so... I thought, you know what, I'm going to follow Peter and I'm going to step out on the word come. My word was, um, do you want to follow after me? Then meet me outside the gate. Come on. And I didn't really know what he meant at that point. I just knew he was calling me to follow him. And he was going to begin to give me understanding beyond what I'd been taught by my peers and people around me. Mm -hmm. Just accepting what people say.
1: Well, when we started out years ago, yeah. We were doing that very thing. We just didn't have words for it. It was just like an awareness of what God is in us, what he's speaking to us. Mm -hmm. And then you Mm -hmm. just followed what he told you. Yeah. Before we got indoctrinated into a lot of other stuff. But that was the fun journey, right? Those were the times we would always be sharing within the system. Well, I remember when we did this and and we just sat there and God showed up and all this stuff, and we just were spectators really watching. We
0: were just spectators yeah. in the power.
1: Yeah. There was a
0: manifestation, a revival, and we were in the midst of it, the end of the Jesus movement. And <clears throat> there we were trying to find a place to uh, feel connected and ended up in a Pentecostal church eventually.
1: So, two drug addicts got pulled out. Yeah. By no system, just by um, the voice. The voice, yeah. calling.
0: Mm-hmm. and the manifestation yes. of him and his presence and the glory. And we were way over our heads in the deep end of the ocean, but we had no idea how deep it was because yeah. we'd already been indoctrinated by programming in the world.
1: Just in general. In
0: general, but didn't know it. And um,
1: and if I could just say the indoctrination yeah. part, when we say that doesn't necessarily mean church indoctrination. No. That's just our lives in general. We become so programmed from the day we're little, you know, giving us all those messages that aren't true about ourselves. And then you start to grow into believing those. So those are all belief systems They're as are all well yeah. that indoctrinate you to lock you into who you think you are. Who you, you think are. you are. Yeah. Right.
0: Which is not the truth. No. And <clears throat> yeah. So we just had to learn to come back to that place of getting out of the boat. And and the other One for me was uh, what John Wimber said in the 80s in a a move of God that he was in um, with Lonnie Frisbee. He said, um, "Will the last person out shut out the lights. And about 2004, maybe five, four or five, I was standing at the front of our church. And I had that thought. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to follow the presence of God. Yeah. And I'm not, if even if everybody leaves, I'm not leaving him. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that to be the truth. That was the undeniable reality of an unseen God, was the experience, the inner experience of him.
1: And that was the wake up. Uh, call to your lover
0: exactly, and how do Song you leave of Solomon. that?
1: how do you leave that everybody can go back and remember their first love can't they in yeah. in, in the world in, in the our world, relationships, yes. yeah, so you always go back I mean, and for us it was like we were called out by that voice, then we went in to a system, but the voice never stopped, no calling he stayed with you know? us,
0: he was faithful yeah, but then came a time where we had to mature and there was a price to pay mm-hmm. and at some point i felt like i was the last guy out to shut out the light
1: but you know there was a time when everybody was was calling out return to your first love yeah Re, you know so if you do <laughs> yeah and you get in trouble mm-hmm. it's because Beware. because it's unfamiliar to people that get trapped into the systems and it's more about
0: what along. they know than who they know yeah It's, It's again, nobody's fault. You can't, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make them drink.
1: Right. You have to be thankful for your journey to where it's taken you and where you are today. Oh,
0: we've met some amazing people over the journey. We've, in the last 45 years, right? Oh, yeah. And a lot of good people, a lot of good uh, family uh, in the church that that was with us during hard times, that stood with us, that loved Mm -hmm. us unconditionally and walked with us. And, it just, it, eventually you got to see that man will always fail you, but God never will. That's right. And you got to get past your personal issues with things and keep your eyes fixed in the light. Yeah. And you'll be okay. And people will come and people will go. Uh, um, there's the has-beens. And the will-be's. And the will-be's. <laughs>
1: we're looking forward to the
0: Willoughbys. Yeah, the Willie <laughs> <Willy> B.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, but in that's okay. Yeah, we have
1: future ones yet to come.
0: That's right. It's it's like a tribe. <clears throat> God brings you into a group of people like a tribe and it's a group of people that are perceptionally in the same place going through the experience and you walk together for a while. Yeah. That's all it is.
1: But you know what? There are lifers.
0: There are lifers, yes. There's some lifers There's there lifers.
1: stick by your side no matter what. Yeah,
0: yeah, they hang in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little scary, I'm bad at times, but... Yeah. Uh, even you had a moment, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
0: <laughs> in about 2011, maybe, or 10, mm. right? Um, all right. So I should say, um, we just welcome everybody that's... Um, comes on here tonight uh, with us, and post afterwards that we'll watch this, and uh, um, we just welcome you, and also um, want to tell you that we are on uh, Facebook Live. We are on uh, YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Radio, and a bunch of other ones. Did I? Yeah, Spotify. Yeah. So that <clears throat> you're able to hear it audibly. If you're in a place uh, jogging or whatever and you want to listen to it, um, but you don't have time to sit and watch it, then you can do that. Or if you have time and you want to watch it, uh, one of the best uh, resources is obviously on our website or uh, better yet, on YouTube, our YouTube channel. So I will give you those. The website is wwwhcm straffordorg and you can find out more about us there and the journey we're in as we are evolving into what God's calling us to in these days. Also there is the YouTube channel which is www.youtube.com forward slash capital G Grace and capital T, Truth, capital J, capital B, Brown. That's, if you just look up John Brown, you'll get somebody completely different, so.
1: His body might lie a molding in the grave. Exactly. That <laughs> John Brown. That John Brown.
0: So this is the actual web page that will get you the whole list of things you can watch. Um,
1: Can't you have that like up on the screen?
0: It Those- is. Right now.
1: Oh, but you're telling them anyways.
0: Yeah, I tell them because oh, okay. of that, right? And for those listening and afterwards oh, that aren't I see. seeing. Okay. I have a method in my madness.
1: I don't see the screen, so that's yeah, what that's I was
0: that's true. That's true. So also, hello Eddie. Also, um, I wanted to say that if you want to donate um, to the ministry of HCM The Journey. You can go on our website, the uh, hyphen-strafford org, and HCM, and you can hit the donate button that'll take you through PayPal that's secure, and you're able to donate there, and you will be tax receipted, and it will come into the ministry. So, there you go. Wonderful. All right. Um, and every little bit helps us continue to do what we're doing. I don't believe in guilt offerings, so I don't do them. But I do realize that it does cost money to uh, pay for airtime, to pay for all these things. And if you wonder why we're wearing uh, long sleeves, it's a bit chilly in the studio, even though it's hot outside.
1: Well, correction, cool here.
0: John is a bit chilly. Oh, okay, well you got a coat on. There.
1: Yeah, I know but it might come off. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting warm? A little.
0: Oh, the lights. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. <clears throat> anyway, so tonight I felt from the Lord to to really um, break open a bit of the symbolizing symbology mm-hmm. using Noah and Abraham and Yeshua to talk about um the journey from uh, pictures and what they're talking about so without any further ado let's start jump into it with this the definition of Babylon is a city devoted to materialism which is matter what they can see And understand matter the natural world the third dimension what they can see or understand that's what uh, it says devoted to this is what the picture of Babylon was and sensual pleasure which isn't uh, sexual impurity it's talking about the logic of the five sense world your five senses which most people, a lot of people, live from. We all do in the beginning until we begin to see uh, by the Spirit that there's a whole other world. Mm -hmm. So carnal language in the the city of Babylon is Babel. Think about that, it's Babel. Mm -hmm. So Babylon and the Tower of Babel speak of confusion and that language of Babel. It's where it says the languages were confused. In our time, in the age of information, because we moved from the industrial age into the age of information, there's so many voices and opinions, even on YouTube or anywhere, Facebook, TikTok, it doesn't matter where you go, There's all these different opinions of what God, God said this, God said that. Everything, like I've called it before, the dog's breakfast.
1: Everything's opened up to world opinion.
0: World opinion.
1: And everybody can hear it.
0: (laughs) But they're all opinions. I'm not saying all, all's probably a pretty strong word. Most, Mm -hmm. and that came from the Lord himself told me that. Most voices or opinions on the earth are incarnality and it sounds like babble and yet we are told that there's one voice and one way called life and it is the narrow path it's the narrow path
1: it's like everybody's trying to get through the voices to find the truth There's yes. so much confusion and it's like what is right right what yeah it's right?
0: like Looking for a needle in a haystack. It really is. yeah. And really, during especially during the time of COVID is where the Lord confronted me again and said, John, I've told you not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil or rational thinking, carnality. Mm-hmm. But you are to eat from the tree of life. And that was prior to going into the hospital with COVID and almost dying from it. Right. He preserved me again for the fourth time. Yes. So when you see this, you begin to understand that there are two ways His way and our way, which is the fallen state called carnality. And in the scripture, words are just words, but they bring a revelation. So of the earth is carnal, of heaven is spiritual. Mm -hmm. It's not a place geographically to the right of the Milky Way three-dimensionally. We've created a three-dimensional heaven Mm -hmm. where everything's nice and clean and the streets are gold. Well, that's not what that's about at all.
1: Everybody loves.
0: And everybody loves, which I can't even see how that would ever happen. There will be the Baptist section, the Pentecostal, the Charismatics, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The Catholics, because Mm -hmm. they're the only true church. I mean, you got all these things that everybody says. Yeah. So there they all be in the same place. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, well we're going to f- forget our 42,000 or 44,000 denominations when we get there? Mm-hmm. And Jesus says the kingdom's not divided. Well, right. it definitely is here, so that is not his kingdom. No. There's something else. This is why we seek to find. Yes. And don't let go. Don't let go. So There's this whole thing, language, to understand and come into this perception of what is God talking about. You need to know his language. Mm -hmm. And I've spoke about that quite a bit in the past, about the levels of the simple or literal, which many people cling to as the only thing, which never made sense to me. Because it says in the scripture that if your, your eye sins, cut it out. Well, how come there ain't a lot of one-eyed people around? Mm-hmm. It's because they don't follow it. They say it, but they don't follow it. No. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just, again, I'm not against people. I'm waking up to how silly some things are.
1: That we were in.
0: That we were in. We were a part of it and oh. still are. But we're waking up because we're following the one true voice. We're following him and and learning and sharing the journey with others because others are making that journey as well. Yeah. So words have meaning, but not necessarily what you think. So back to that thing, the literal, then there's the hint. Oh, I think there's something else here I didn't see before. Then there's symbolism, right? And allegorical stories. All those stories are in there they're pictures with a language to them to tell you about you and the journey back Mm -hmm. into the father why jesus came the whole thing it's all there old testament new testament it's just you gotta understand the language or you're going to take the literal and you're going to think that this god is somebody that was killing everybody in the old testament Mm -hmm. and yet he's jesus in the new well that don't work
1: i could never I couldn't read the Old Testament and line it up with what I knew in the New Testament. Cause right, I was like, "How can this be?" I know. I don't even understand the. Two- well, he
0: laid his life down in the new, and in the old, he was a, he's a having, tyrant. He was a tyrant. <laughs> yeah. And so some of that is based on the perception of the individuals writing the stuff down, which yeah. is carnal. Mm-hmm. Even if they're prophets, it says they only seen in part. But we in Hebrews one have the Son. Yes. You see, there's a whole different thing here. Yeah. So it's a new day and a new way of seeing by spirit.
1: Can I just say, I think that yeah. the mysteries of God are extremely exciting. Yeah. Like to think in this life, we can dive into the mysteries. It, I know. I mean, it life can be pretty exciting if you don't oh. focus in all the muddled mess and trust me it's very hard yeah last few days i was kind of sifting into that world just feeling the effects of the covid years and and i understand how you can just start to rise up inside and you feel angry and ripped off and Mm -hmm. you know almost a little bit of panic setting in and i realized i had to make that shift again because i was going down and had no positive Right. Feedback in my life, other than it was coming out negative and affecting me. Right,
0: I think that's always the crossroad of a choice, right? Yeah. Where we we are the old man who is supposed to be crucified. Our minds start to resurface, and their their memories are the way it's worked in our minds in the past. Yes, and what you said earlier, who we think we are. Right, but if but if you begin to walk by the Spirit, then all of a sudden God's going to show you a whole different thing of who you are.
1: Yeah. So it makes the mystery exciting Oh man! because you can look at that or you can go, oh, where's the hint? There's got to be more. Yeah. Right. There is no end to God. It just keeps unraveling more and more and more as you look. You know,
0: Jesus said, I will give you the spirit and he will lead you into all truth. Well, either Jesus is a liar. Or there's a path that will bring you into all truth. And I choose that path. Yeah. All truth. Can we know God? Absolutely. Whoever tells you you can't, obviously, has never ever had a revelation of Jesus. Yeah. So God is calling us to these things. Now, one of the things that people struggle with is the word antichrist, they're waiting for a man to come and rule the world. Yeah. And if they all believe hard enough, they'll be given it. But that's not what it's about. Antichrist means anti spirit or carnal, only seeing the form, not the life or the essence within, called spirit, which is the breath, a sound, a wind, the very Ruah of God. Right? So. If you only believe in the form, and you're following these ideas, then that is an anti Christ, anti spirit that you've become part of.
1: Right.
0: It's it's not what's real.
1: So who's the anti Christ?
0: At that point, <laughs> we better that. not go down there road at the moment. No. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody wants to believe that, so and, they can have their anti Christ.
1: And yet he says many Christ false Christ will rise up, say, there's the Christ, there's the Christ, there's the Christ.
0: Right. Even now, he said, even now. So why do we
1: think that there's only one?
0: I know. Jesus even said, even now is amongst you.
1: That's right. (laughs) And then nobody reads that line. Look deeper to that line.
0: Yes. So, Zechariah 4, chapter 4, verse 1 says, then the angel who had been talking with me returned and woke me as though I'd been asleep. This is Joshua. So was Joshua asleep? No. He woke me as a man who was asleep. Hmm. So when it says asleep, it means he was unconscious of God right? to his spirit. Yes that's what it means, that we're the walking dead. Mm -hmm. We're the walking unconsciously.
1: Unconscious.
0: Totally unaware of the omnipresent God that's all around us and in us and through us. Because we've been taught, he's coming back in a fluffy white. That's a lie that keeps you blinded and bound from looking within yourself.
1: Yeah, because that line in itself is, he's at a distance.
0: Yes. And the pillars of religion are distance and delay. Delay? Yeah, there's he, just so it much
1: that doesn't make sense. No. That we used to believe. Yeah. He lives within you, but yet he's coming. Yes. For who? For you. But he lives within us. Did he not already come for us?
0: Yes. And he's come many times. Did he not come um, <clears throat> at Pentecost? That's, the spirit fell?
1: Yes. That's one of those questions we yeah. started to ask. Yeah. How does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Darren Bagley really helped me a lot. Is he preached about that. Which coming would you like? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and he preached about many of them and said, yeah. hello. Again, yeah. not, not searching a matter out. He was a great awakening. For, he was. For
1: me when I came across him. Man. A God great guy. So great. Yeah. I didn't even know him and I was so sad when he died. <laughs> I know. I mean, I knew his teachings. Yes.
0: Yeah, we never met him personally that we're aware of. I felt like I knew him. Unless it was before we got here. I
1: felt like I really knew the guy for some reason. Because we're
0: kind of in the same tribe.
1: Yeah. It was like, oh, listen to what he's saying. Yeah.
0: He gave us some confirmation on what we were talking about, right?
1: You're not really all that crazy.
0: No. So let's jump into uh, wanting to wake up like Joshua. Wanting to see. So let's look at Noah's ark for a moment and think about it in a little different way. All right?
1: Okay.
0: So Genesis 7 13 in Young's literal translation says, In this self same day, Noah went, Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah, and Noah's wife and three wives of his sons went into the ark. Now, Peter talks about this in 3.20, where he goes, Sometime people disbelieved when once the long-suffering God did wait in days of Noah, an ark being prepared in which few, that is, eight souls were saved through water. Now, if we jump from the literal, you'll see that the number eight is very important eight souls were saved there's as we go through this you'll see there's seven steps on the ladder jacob's ladder the eighth step would be stepping in to the promised land
1: the new beginning
0: that's when they landed in the promised land right yeah new beginnings and look they were saved through water And what does water represent? Consciousness. The consciousness of God. So remember, in Genesis, it talks about the waters above the firmament, the waters beneath the firmament, and the firmament in the middle. It talks about uh, the the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. We think that's the sun and the moon. In the literal, it is. But what it's talking about is the day the greater light is the light of the spirit it's the living word yeshua the light of god and the the consciousness above the firmament is the total awareness and consciousness of god he's omnipresent i live and move and have my being in him it's it's being fully aware the lower water under the firmament it is things like the bible it's things that point to the higher consciousness of spirit so we've been giving a given a lesser light in the realm of darkness would
1: be fair to say that's a shadow
0: it's a shadow
1: the bible can be the shadow of the greater light
0: yes and and the bible is a great thing it's not that it's a bad thing it's a wonderful thing because it breaks open and shows you the greater light Mm -hmm. just like What does the moon do? It reflects the sun. It's not the sun. It has no light, but it reflects the sun. And so the things in this realm that reflect, like the Bible, like nature, the book of of nature, all these things are just reflecting the greater light to point you to Jacob's ladder to the way home. Mm-hmm. Back to becoming fully one in God. Yeah. Okay, so that's what that's about. So eight souls were saved through water. But, so the eight's important, mm-hmm. and the water's important. Moving on. Genesis 8.4, And the ark rested when? The seventh month. Isn't that interesting? Wow. In the seventeenth day of the month, on the mountains of Ararat, so, if you look up Mount Ararat in in Armenia, uh, it's called Astas Mus Meses. Forgive my Armenian; it's terrible. <laughs> You're so good. Or it means holy and free. That's where it arrived. Hmm. Holy and free. The ark. The ark. Where it landed. Yeah, it in means Turkey. Holy and free. Yes. It's so a picture, we're doing yeah. symbology here. Yeah. Therefore, based on this, some Armenian historians and linguists agree that the word Ararat means land of creation or holy mountain. Hmm. You see, Noah's Ark isn't just a little story about a guy in a flood.
1: If you look deeper, it has way more meaning.
0: Yeah, it's the mo- mountain but Moses climbed. But you're, you're starting somewhere. You're starting somewhere, yes. Yep. Genesis 7:17, 7, and the deluge is 40 days on the earth and the waters multiplied and what did it do it lifted up the ark and it raised it up from off the earth hmm. so the waters for me it started really raining for me in 2006 2004 when I broke my neck and was drowning in the bottom of the ocean I came back
1: you were in the water
0: yes I was in the water <laughs> I came back in 2004 and God had let me live and I was walking in the spirit when I came home I was like in two realms it was the wildest thing and <clears throat> he was showing me this see that um, the it started to rain for me I believe there's been a shift we see it in the moving from the age Uh, uh, the Piscean Age to the Age of Aquarius where the Aquarius is the woman pouring out the vase or um, flask, whatever, full of water. Mm. Right? So we're moving into a time of conscious awakening.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Even the New Age movement are all going, we're moving to the fifth dimension because they're feeling something. Yes. You can't throw that away. It doesn't mean that they understand completely but you got to recognize that it says it rains on the just and the unjust on everybody.
1: We're all in the journey. We're all
0: in this journey. Yes. Right.
1: Can't segregate them. Mm-mm. Groups of people. Everybody has some truth in something.
0: Yes. Because they're seekers. Yes. And because Christ, they're after
1: the, my- the mystery, the mystery, whether and- it's in their mind, the mysteries of the universe or mysteries of God or mm-hmm. they're seeking. Yes. And at least those that seek are open and they will find. Yeah. Whatever that looks like for them.
0: And it says that for God so loved the whole cosmos that he was crucified. Yeah. So that's for everybody, not just for the frozen chosen, but for every single human being that's ever lived or will live. Mm -hmm. So they have a sense something's about to happen and they're putting it in a language. But it started raining for me. In 2004, let's say by six, it was raining pretty hard. And that's when God said, meet me outside the gate. That's when everything began to open up and he began to teach me in six. So the ark was lifted up That's when my perceptions began to change through the voice and the Spirit of God. And he started to raise me up, what from off the earth? What's the earth? Carnality, from a carnal mind, Mm -hmm. from seeing everything from a a literal place in Babylon. Remember what Babylon is from the beginning, right? It's purely materialistic. The muddled mess. (laughs) The muddled mess and the Babel. Mm -hmm. And so he started to lift me up out of it. I didn't know anything about where I was gonna go at that moment, but I started to be challenged by him and things began to turn around. So now let's jump to another spot. Let's look at, uh, we're still gonna show you about Noah, but let's look at Enoch for a moment. Enoch was the seventh from Adam. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And he walked on with God into what? Into new beginnings, yes. into the eighth, into heaven, right? Mm. He didn't die. Right. So let's look at him and look at his story, because uh, originally in the um, Ethiopian canon was the Book of Enoch. And many believe in it it's only got removed by Rome Mm. so that we wouldn't have the spiritual stuff and again the book of Enoch is allegorical once you start to see that you'll begin to look at it a little differently but let's look at a little story here about Noah because Enoch tells the story about his birth says now my father and I am here to petition thee and implore thee that thou might go to Enoch our father and learn from him the truth, for his dwelling place is amongst the angels." So he's living in the heavenly realms. And verse 8, that's by the way verse 8 in chapter 162, interesting it's in verse 8, verse 8, he's now living amongst the angels, out of this realm. Mm-hmm. So Lamech was the father of Noah. His father was Methuselah, the longest living individual at that time, well, up till now, except the ones we don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Enoch was Methuselah's father. So now let's look at this. Lamech. Is the father of Noah, and he reacts with panic upon seeing his new son's magical appearance. And Noah's body was white like snow, and red like a flower of a rose, and the hair of his head was like white wool, and his eyes were beautiful. And when he opened his eyes, he made the whole house bright like the sun, so that the whole house was exceptionally bright. It lit up the house. Mm -hmm. He just came out of the womb. Mm -hmm. This is what he looks like, and this is what's going on, right? And when he was taken from the hand of his midwife, he opened his mouth and spoke to the Lord of righteousness. So she's carrying him and handing him over and he's speaking audibly to God. Now, this is why Lamech's freaking out. What is going on, right? He's never seen anything like this. Mm -hmm. So his father Lamech was afraid of him and fled and went to his father, Methuselah. And he said to him, I've begotten a strange son. He said, he's not like a man but he's like the children of angels of heaven, a very different type, not like us. Mm-hmm. Story continues with Methuselah going to his father Enoch in heaven. Notice Methuselah actually went to where Enoch was. Mm-hmm. And in some translation it says he went to the north. Where's that? North is up. Mm-hmm. That's all that means. To consult about this strange child.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In 106.10, A child has been born to my son Lamech whose uh, form and type are not like the type of man his father Lamech was afraid and fled to me and he does not believe that he is sprung from him but thinks that he might be from the angels Enoch calms Methuselah and Lamech down explaining that Noah's fantastic appearance Is connected to the role he'll play in history and the upcoming flood not an angelic father this is the the beginnings of Noah he has called he's come like Jeremiah I knew you before you were in your mother's womb I consecrated you to be a prophet Jeremiah do not be afraid of them Mm -hmm. in the same way here's Noah Right? He comes to change everything with a calling and a mission, right from the womb, like John the Baptist in Elizabeth's womb, filled with the Holy Ghost. I mean, oh my gosh. I never heard that story in Sunday school. I never heard that from a pulpit. No. Right? It was a supernatural thing that was taking place as God was speaking to them. So, now listen in Matthew, what Jesus says, and as the days of Noah, now we've been told something totally different, as in the days of Noah, so shall be also the presence Mm -hmm. of the Son of Man.
1: That's not what...
0: And that's not what we were told. No, they it was make about, it all it about, was the, about the sin. Yes,
1: it, that God is going to basically wipe us all out when you see it, like as in the days of Yes, summer. that's right. But that's... It,
0: Matt, Jesus himself in Matthew 24 tells us hmm. that it will be also as the presence of the Son of Man. So, the presence, this rain that we feel going on right now, the awakening, and the awakening yeah. is as the flood. The flood's a picture for us of what's going on in our day, whether we're just at the beginning of the rain falling on the ground Mm -hmm. in the spirit world on us, man, I feel it all the time. I can feel it right now. You should be able to feel this right now. What I'm talking about, it's raining. It's literally raining and our eyes are opening like in Zechariah, right from a sleep. we didn't know we were sleeping I didn't know I was sleeping I didn't know I was like in the movies uh, the TV series the 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 time uh, whatever it's called of the walking dead Mm -hmm. I didn't know that that's a great picture of us yeah we don't think it's us because we're Mm -hmm. blind yeah and it's raining so just as in the days of Noah it started to rain and the ark was being prepared So he's saying his presence is what's coming on us and taking us.
1: So you know what? Mm. There is a great mystery in us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The pearl of great price. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) There's a mystery in each one of us and you have to unlock the mystery.
0: Yes. Yeah. Ah, Good. So, Jesus, he's the ark. The placing of Jacob's ladder up to the promised land, or the eighth day. The, the eight of them crossed over into the holy mountain, where Moses went, to the top of the mountain, face to face with God. He had to climb the mountain, Jacob's ladder, and Jesus quotes John 151. He's Jacob's ladder that came and was set up so that we could climb into this, right? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, the eighth day, a new beginning after the completion of these seven steps. And we call it in the scripture, Paul talked about it. He called it going from glory to glory to glory. That we see through a mirror dimly, but then face to face, we will know as we've been known. Mm -hmm. Whose face are you looking at in the mirror? Yourself. Mm -hmm. As you understand that you are in Christ. Right? Yes. Christ, the body. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um All right. So uh, the a central doctrine doctrine, sorry, of the Christian faith which affirms that God took human form in the body of Christ. Let me say that again. That it affirms that god took human form in the body of christ in other words god was incarnated in human flesh this doctrine doctrine sorry is based on the fundamental paradox that because god was incarnated in christ christ was both fully human fully god at the same time he came As us for us Philip have I been with you so long and you don't understand when you've seen me you've seen the father Mm -hmm. Jesus it's the greatest revelation I've ever had is how much loving the father is as he pictured himself in Jesus for me so I would know his character and who he is and he ain't wrestling with any devil Mm -hmm. never has never will it says he has all authority in heaven and earth how much if he has all authority how much does the devil have oh that'd be zero only what we give him. only what we fix our eyes on Mm -hmm. right
1: and that's the truth
0: that's the truth that's why he said to me John is it better to walk in the light or wrestle in the dark come up here And i started climbing the ladder
1: and i got free when i stopped wrestling yeah i just walked into a freedom when i was aware i didn't have to wrestle
0: that's right either god is god or who is he It says he's omniscient all-powerful it says he's omnipresent Mm -hmm. or he's all-knowing well if god's all-knowing he doesn't have a second thought he knows what he's going to do before he does it therefore he would have never created the devil because he would have known So at best, the devil's a sheepdog, Mm -hmm. rounding up sheep. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. It just depends on the way you perceive. That's Norman Grubb. He he really offended me with that. And then I realized, wow. Right? Yeah. Like, and and God lives in us. Hello, right? Mm -hmm. So Genesis 17 now we see something else he is certainly circumcised who's born in thy house or bought with money with your money and my covenant has become in your flesh a covenant age during now he's talking about um this circumcision on the eighth day that's when they do it Hmm. and he's also cutting away the flesh cutting away the carnality the flesh and I notice it says age during. Well, age during is Romans chapter 7. It's the journey through Romans 7. And the circumcision is on the eighth day, which is Romans chapter 8, into the law of life in Christ. Christ in me, then me in Christ. That's the journey up the ladder through Romans 6 to Romans 7 to Romans 8. It's all there the way, the truth, the life, the Son, the Spirit, the Father, it's Mm -hmm. it's all there. And so, age during, there are three ages. Funny, isn't it? So the first one is called this present age. The second one is called age during. And the third one is called the age to come. Those aren't, they're times, but they're our times individually as we pass through into the age to come. And we live mm. from the future today as we awaken. Remember, God moves at the speed of light.
1: All right.
0: And we're slowed down. And so the reality is uh, w- we arrive before we left. We're just an echo of a future reality. Mm. God's not all messed up about these things. He knows exactly what's going on. So, So the covenant of God is new beginnings. Now listen to Abraham. First, several animals were, this is Genesis chapter 15, 9 to 21. First, several animals were cut in half and arranged along a path. Their purpose was to symbolize the penalty for breaking the covenant. The two men entering into covenant relationship walked between and around the animal parts in a figure eight. There's the eight again. An eight on its side is the symbol for infinity. Right. This, is, this was to show that they understood and accepted the penalty and that the agreement committed them forever. This between people. But when God entered into his covenant with Abraham, promising him an heir and giving him the promised land, he was the only one who walked between the animals. This meant that only he was bound to the terms. There was nothing Abraham could do. In fact, God put him to sleep so he couldn't participate. The land was given to Abraham and his descendants unconditionally and in perpetuality. And that word means a security that pays for an infinite amount of time. This is grace, man. Mm -hmm. This is God fulfilling it himself. He puts Abraham to sleep (laughs) and he walks the figure eight the new beginning up the ladder into that place on the top of the mountain where Moses went, top of Jacob's ladder, the, the the ark where the ark lands in Ararat. All these things are telling us about this and where we, each one of us, are going and we've been on. Yeah. But once you start to see, you can't unsee. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, I love this. I'm going to share the Lord's Prayer in Aramaic. Not translated um, from Aramaic to Greek to Latin to English, but directly from Aramaic into English. It says this O cosmic birther of all radiance and vibration, soften the ground of our being and carve out a space within us where your presence can abide. (laughs) Fill us with your creativity so that we may be empowered to bear the fruit of your mission. Let each of our actions bear fruit in accordance with our desire. Endow us with the wisdom to produce and share what each being needs to grow and flourish. Untie the tangled threads of destiny that bind us as we release others from the entanglement of past mistakes, judge
1: none.
0: Do not let us be seduced by that which would divert us from our true purpose, but illuminate the opportunities of the present moment. For you are the ground and the fruitful vision, the birth, the power, the fulfillment, as all is gathered and made whole once again. Reconciliation he's talking about. And so it is. Uh That is what Jesus understood and said, because he spoke in Aramaic. Mm -hmm. Whole different thing than we've been handed as a ritual saying. Mm
1: -hmm. The King James. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's where it was really translated into, wasn't it? Yeah. Father who art in heaven.
0: Yeah. Hallowed be thy name.
1: Oh, that's that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Now that's poetry. carve out. That's poetry. Yeah.
0: Carve out that space for your mm-hmm. presence, Lord, and then to be able to establish the fruit of what you did, like you did for Abraham, right? Yeah. yeah. Within us. So it's
1: like build your kingdom within us. That's it. Make that space within me.
0: Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, where on earth, in carnality, in me. in this earth invest, vessel even as it is
1: in the heavenly realms because it has to start with us Mm -hmm. not an external thing if we can straighten out the governments if we can do these things our lives will be better yeah right it'll be better if you get better
0: exactly exactly (laughs) it's perception yeah so this is an aramaic the ancient semitic languages in their vocabulary tend to distrust distrust outer appearances and prefer to deal with sound rather than sight mm. these languages focus on what vibrates or radiates from within our flesh this is what you feel when you're around somebody's and they're emotional emotion is energy in motion right yes Um. In Hebrew, the word is basra; in Aramaic, it's basrah, rather than on the outer form of bodies. In this way of viewing life, to determine whether a string is in tune, we listen for the sound it makes, not what it appears like. The forms we perceive are not empty shells filled with spirit, but are themselves capable of resonating with and conveying the divine breath, spirit, ruah. This Mm -hmm. is who we are. Mm -hmm. If you catch this, it'll be a mind blower for you. Whether a living being is ripe or not depends on how it acts, not how it looks. And what acts is showing that what's happening within you exactly and you'll be able to experience it as you come near that person in the ancient Southwest Asia people perceived each other as vibrating with a particular atmosphere or sound their Shem it was called it was as though human beings were condensed sound rather than mere outer appearances the easiest way to connect with the Shem of a prophet was to breathe as they were breathing to get into rhythm with them to walk in their footsteps or to intone sound as they were intoning it so following this method praying or meditating using Aramaic allows us to connect directly to Yeshua Jesus through his sound to his vibration and rhythm and the very atmosphere of heaven. Now, if you've experienced Yeshua, you know there's an atmosphere that comes with him. When you feel his presence, the atmosphere begins to shift. That's because that's him. That's the sound it's making. And I'm experiencing it within. Yeah. Right. And he's waking us up to that. We're all getting in tune with him. It's like the orchestra's tuning up mm-hmm. right and the conductor came <laughs> and now he's been tuning for a couple of thousand years and it's starting to rain and he's tuning much stronger now yeah right mm-hmm. um Yeshua's Shem is still resonating now in any moment when we feel his presence that's his Shem that's the frequency that's his vibration that's the atmosphere yeah and we were talking about this um before weren't we about a guitar looks really nice sitting in the corner but it's a whole lot better when you hit the strings mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it was made to play yeah and so were are humans they were made for love They were made for the highest frequency sound, for God is love. That's the vibration. That's the atmosphere. He's not a tyrant. Mm -hmm. He's a lover, song of Solomon. Who is this? What? Skipping over the mountains. Come on. Woo! Mm -hmm. Up we go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To find the shepherd. And this is all pictures. It's all within you now. Yeah. It was never outside. It's within us. Because we've never not been one with him. Only our minds are shut down, veiled. We have amnesia.
1: And what did he say in the beginning? Adam, where are you? Yeah, he knew where he was. <laughs> Where'd you go? He was asking him the question. Yes. yes. Otherwise he wouldn't have called him Adam. <laughs> hmm He would have been lost. He would have been like, right? Adam. Yeah, he called dude. him by name yeah. and said, Where'd you go? Yeah. From my presence, right?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Um I wanna end with this. Okay. There's this guy. His name was Saint Germ is Saint Germain. He was from the eighteenth century. So he's born sometime in the late uh seventeen hundreds. He was a philosopher. An alchemist and a scientist a notable seer a man of mystery he was a mystic and he traveled extensively was a friend and an advisor to royalty to royal families now if you search him out you're gonna find that he's one of those guys like Enoch they believe that he just kept moving around because he wasn't getting old and dying and the last time I, and again this is just a story it doesn't mean anything here or there it's just food for thought mm-hmm. because Enoch it happened mm-hmm. john sunderside 1929 walked on with god so if he is the last time he was sighted was in the 70s 1970 something there's actually pictures of him hmm. so i don't know Food for thought. Mysteries. Mysteries. Here's what he says. Holy Father, I remember I am a Holy Spirit. And everyone I meet is pure love. Hmm. Whatever you do to the least of these, you do to me. Blessed are you who love. Love is the ultimate experience in this life. Love will provide you with the riches of the universe. Practice true and deep soul love. Soul love comes from the deepest level of your being. Love embraces all. Love is beyond the understanding of the human part of you. To embrace and know it at its deepest level, one must first tap into the spirit, which is who you really are. Pray to understand and practice loving those whom you believe do not deserve it. All deserve love. All respond to love. Love is the most potent medicine in existence. Mm -hmm. We challenge you to use this power to change your world. Do not be skeptical until you try it. To change your situation requires that you be love, and nothing less saint germain powerful hey eh? yummy wow just powerful yeah so you can see through the symbology that um, it's showing us the journey and the journeys within
1: yes i think of that song imagine
0: and, oh man
1: and all that the whole love movement yeah. you know um imagine all the people Yeah. (laughs) Imagine.
0: Imagine for a moment. Maybe
1: we've said that before on a podcast, but it's like really fitting Uh, with this because imagine everybody loving everybody.
0: Yeah. Instead of hating God in somebody else.
1: And killing and all the stuff going on. Imagine.
0: And I used to be told that that was a new age song and John Lennon was, it was bad. And then one time I was in the gym and the Holy Spirit fell on me and I heard that song playing and I started to weep. Mm-hmm. And I realized John was a prophet. Yeah. He was prophesying. He was a
1: voice to the world. Yes. Yes.
0: And look at the people that honored him. Oh yeah. Sure he screwed up, sure he was like everybody else of us, but he got to a place where he realized it is about yeah. love.
1: He was searching.
0: Imagine, yeah. no. Uh, heaven above or hell beneath. No religion, no borders. Yeah. That's heaven, man. That is that's what he's talking about. Living in love.
1: And that's what we all want, I would hope. Yeah. That that's what we all want.
0: That's right. Eventually we're gonna get there because it says that uh, in Book of Acts that Jesus will not return until the reconciliation of all things. Mm-hmm. And it's in many translations where it is. And so that whole left behind series it isn't biblical.
1: It's because an God illusion. He doesn't leave anybody behind. No.
0: He left <laughs> so the 99 great. and went for the one. Yes. What does that mean? Yes. Yeah, he ain't leaving anybody out. He's going for it because he's pure agape unconditional love that melts you.
1: If anything, the Left Behind series is a reflection of our own hearts, what we think should happen.
0: Yeah, well, that's because we feel left behind. That's because we want a God of justice, because we all feel like victims instead of being forgiving. That's right. You know, and and it was funny, you know, um, when the Lord showed me about love, he said, um, how can you say you love God whom you haven't seen, hate your brother, whoever that might be, whom... You have seen, you said basically you're lying to yourself Mm -hmm. because God is in all things. Mm -hmm. The least of these, you've done it to me. So it's it's time that we change our personal world and then it changes and affects us around us because we begin to play a different sound, different atmosphere, called the 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 symphony of heaven which is christ himself yeah called love
1: the highest vibration the highest
0: vibration of all up the ladder so good right Mm -hmm. to the face of god so we just appreciate everybody tonight um yeah if anybody has any questions
1: thanks john for digging into the the further mysteries to help unfold them.
0: You're welcome. It's just God it's good. challenging me mm-hmm. and me believing what Jesus said. I'll give you the spirit, and he'll lead you into all truth, and truth will make you free.
1: It takes determination to dig in because it's easy to sit back and be complacent again. And just, yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. But that's the whole beginning of the striking of the strings within you that caused you to dig.
0: Yeah, I know. It says that we can prophesy. We can heal the sick. We could cast out demons. We can do all these things. But if we do not have love, we're just a what? Clanging what? symbol. Ah. That's another sound, isn't it? Ah, yes, it is. <laughs> it ain't a good one.
1: Not a, so It's a clanging one.
0: That's right. It's not love. And it's not changing anything. No. It's just Babel and Babylon. Yeah. So we got to get out of Babylon, guys. Start loving. Start loving. (laughs) Let's go to heaven. Yeah. Let's get out of Babylon. All right. Bless you guys, especially anybody that comes on uh, after the fact, post podcast. uh, And we hope you enjoy this and we will see you soon. Thank you.
1: Good night.